The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. And this is the Pat Kenny Show with Anton in for Pat. The 62nd annual Rosette Relief takes place tonight and tomorrow at the Kerry Sports Academy at the Munster Technological University. 32 roses from around the world will be competing for the title and for the first time in the show's televised history, co-hosts are going to be presenting the programme and I'm joined by one of those, uh, Dahi O'Shea. Good morning, Dahi. Anton, how are you? I'm very good. Now, Dahi, not, not everybody will be aware of this, but for you, this is, this is the peak of weeks, if not months, of arduous preparation. It's a bit like Rocky. You've been chasing chickens, you've been shadowboxing <laughs> sides of beef and it all comes to a head today. It, it, it certainly does. And, you know, I, sta- I started this the first year I took over uh, as the host of the Rosa Tralee in 2010, where, you know, I don't do anything for the new year or for Lent. And the start of the summer is when I start my training regime, where I uh, under a bit of pressure to fit into the same talks as I did last year. So, but you know what? It keeps me on the straight and narrow boat. Believe me, Anton, half 11 tomorrow night, we're lowering the blade and we're going for it. But as we speak now, you're like a whippet. Like a whippet, yeah. I'd have to run around in the shower to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> and for the first time ever you're going to have adult supervision I know I, I, do you know what I think that's for uh, legal and insurance purposes but uh, yeah we, listen we're delighted to have Catherine on board this year the boss came to there a few months ago to see uh, what I thought about the whole thing and I said do you know what it depends on who you're going to put there with me uh, they came back with Catherine I know Catherine for around 20 years we're good buddies and um, that's kind of that has been coming across Anton over the past few days as well as we put the shows together so look people thought it, it was taking something from me I see it more as adding something to the show as a to taking anything away from me. And it's a bit of a tricky dance because you have to make sure that if one of you is interviewing one and one of you is interviewing the other, that there is a sort of a a commonality and an equality in how it's treated so nobody gets better treatment. Yeah, you have to, you have to, and you kind of, you, you have to split kind of, I suppose, uh, half and half with the roses that come from Ireland uh, and from different countries as well. We try to do all that. And after going through all 32, I think we have a very, very good balance. Now, as always, we have 18 roses on stage tonight and 14 then uh, tomorrow night. We have special guests, Eric Cody's on tonight. We have the Tumbling Paddies tomorrow. So loads of fun there, really, and loads of party pieces as well. So I think we've nailed that uh, balance between Catherine's roses and the roses that will be with me as well. Did you say you have the tumbling paddies? The tumbling paddies, yeah. Come on now, Anton Savage. Don't tell me you haven't heard of the tumbling paddies. I, I, sorry, I, maybe I, I'm sure I have. It just slipped my mind. It, is it what it sounds like? It's exactly what it says in the tin. <laughs> we look forward to it. The other thing, of course, now between yourself and, and uh, Catherine Thomas that you have to work out is over the years we have, uh, among other things, we've seen you get buckets of water thrown on you. Yes. We've, if I, maybe I'm, I dre- dreamt this, but I have a sense I've seen you in your underwear. We've seen you yeah. kiss a fish. Yes. When it came to those kind of tasks, how did you decide who was going to do what for this rose or are they equally split as well? They're equally split. I suppose the real thing was to get the matchups first and then the party pieces fell into whoever was with the certain rose as well. So that's how that worked out really. And again, they have to be all spaced out during the show. So we think we've, we've, we've struck a right balance. We have some, we have a few quirky party pieces as well. There are always a few surprises in there. And you know what? You'd almost pick up a, 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 an interesting party piece between now and eight o'clock as well. Things change, things come and things go as well. And that's part of the beauty, you know yourself, Anton, of doing a, of doing a live show, things change and things change in the middle of the show. And have I this wrong? Are you in a different venue than you would normally be? 
No, we, we're in the MTU in Tralee this year. We were here last year as well. Basically, we moved the dome out of uh, the middle of the town, so we're up here into uh, the university here in Tralee. It's a fantastic facility. We were here last year. We were all very, very happy. Uh, it's a big, huge area. It can take the crowd of 2,000 people and plenty of sta- place for the stage and place to park. So I think everybody's happy with it so far, Anton. And for the viewing public, of course, we see the Rose as being a two-day thing that happens today yeah. and tomorrow. But for you, it's a fortnight long and you're near the end of it now. You've, you've been busy for the last couple of weeks. Very, very busy for the past few weeks. And uh, like I said, the roses landed two, two weeks ago now. They were in Dublin, they were in Kildare, they were in Wexford, they were in Longford, they were in Mead, uh, on as far as uh, Limerick and then down to Kerry then since Friday. But yeah, been very, very busy. I went off them making a few flagship programs for RT last weekend. So I left them for a few days to go to Mullingar. And it's a similar madness, really. Loads of people out enjoying themselves. And when you look back at what we, what we had to endure during COVID, you see people out having a crack, sun shining whenever it comes out and people happy again. It's just brilliant to see it. We saw that in the streets here in Tralee on Saturday night as well. And have you a fairly diverse set of backgrounds and careers and occupations among the roses? Yeah, again, I'd say, I suppose that's been the that's been the case for the last 10 or 12 years, I suppose, that you just have this real cross-section. You actually don't know who's coming in the door to you. Uh, they have all different types of backgrounds, they have all different types of experiences. And, you know, that's what makes the shows interesting. Like, say, you're looking at three hours and three hours of TV and how are you going to make this different? They're the difference. They're the people who come with different stories and different backgrounds. We have a few hard-hitting stories tonight that I think will uh, touch a lot of people's hearts in the dome and home as well and like I say our job Catherine and my job really is to make sure that the rose on stage to get through those tough stories uh, uh, in a very sensitive way and also you, with those interviews you try to find some shade there as well and there's plenty of shade along to go to go along with all of that as well so just try to round it all off and uh, look forward to it really is the main thing and if we're going to the bookies Dahi who would you recommend the Tokyo Rose <laughs> Poke your O's. I'm telling everyone. There was a study years ago, Anton, right, when I, when I was on the judging panel, the friend of mine texted me. He said, who was it going to be? I said, Tokyo. No, it must have taken him 20 minutes to get from where he was in the golf course into the betting office in Dingle. And I couldn't even tell you at uh, 25 past nine in the morning what he said back to me when he realised that there was no such person as the Tokyo Rose. <laughs> it must be difficult, though, because I assume everybody comes up to you and does the nudge in the wink and says, listen, I, you know, you've seen all the various different performances. You know all yeah. the stories. Who would you who would you have a flutter on? Yeah, th- yeah, loads of people would say that as well. But I think most people do it jokingly and only one or two are quite serious about it when they just don't go away when I don't answer the f- question. But um, look, we have to be respectful for every- First of all, I haven't a clue, Anton. I really don't know. Like they opened a book on this in the bookies four or five days before the judging panel have even met each other for the first time. So how they do it, I don't know. Um, I, think it's, I think it's unfair on some of the roles who might see themselves as 60 to 1 uh, for no particular reason at all. But I think there's... Uh, they're a strong enough bunch to, to overcome all that as well. But yeah, listen, it's part of it. And uh, I, I, I don't know how people, uh, how, how they come up with certain odds, but it's part of it, as I say. Well, even if you're not allowed to tell us who you would bet on, how successful have you been in your own private predictions? Have you a good track record in picking who's likely to be the Rose? 
I, 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 I could maybe pick, I'd have seven or eight that I could pick and I'd, sometimes the person is in there and other times they're not. But you see, this is the thing, Anton, like I said, the judges have been with them a lot more in one sense than I have because we're really focused on the TV, we're focused on their interviews. So we only get to see one side of them. The judges get to see them on their own. They get to see them inside in a group scenario. They get to see them out in public mixing as well. And the judges take all that into consideration. And what people see on TV is only a small bit of it. And I'm not even, I'm not even too sure that... The TV part must play a small, play a small bit in uh, the final outcome, but I, I think it's only a small part. I think the judging is done on everything else they see. And how are you doing for nerves at this stage, a decade into it? Do you do you throw it off like it's nothing? Are you are you jaded and cynical about the whole thing? Not shaded and cynical at all. Uh, I, I was never really nervous, but I'd be more apprehensive in the sense that, look, we want. I just want all those roses to do well because my main job is to get them on stage, make sure they're happy on stage. And when they come off the stage, I say, I'd love to go back up there again. So um, you're kind of apprehensive for other people. But that little tingly feeling you get in your stomach, like that's, that, that, that's part of the reason why you do it, you know, because that's part of life where this is going to be good fun like I'm lucky enough to have done it a lot of times to, to know what's coming around the corner and you know there's nothing nicer than when something goes wrong up on stage like I was on stage one year with and rose from New York and the next second I saw the two uh, stage guys coming out with a birthday cake with candles I said she's what's this now <laughs> so obviously the, the, the cake came off the wrong rose we all sang happy birthday she took the, the happy birthday congratulations and I met her after she, I said I didn't realise it was your birthday she said it wasn't but she went with it fair <laughs> play to her for not saying anything do you know what absolutely fair play to her and uh, now the poor rose who didn't get her cake was a shinshkia but these things happen and do you know what when they're happening you can just feel that excitement going this could go anywhere last thing then Dai what about the escorts is there anybody in uh, among the group where you'd say watch out for that guy he's trouble um, no but there's an escort and I can't think of his name now they all seem to fancy him but um, I, I'd just, have to get to the just the one on TV tonight <laughs> oh just one apparently there's one there's one guy that they're, they're all mad about he's the guy to get or something so um, I'm going to have to find out what the story there is but look they're a nice they're, they're a nice bunch of lads as well we'll be taking the mick out of them a little later on as well so they're all part of it as well like they're cannon fodder for us now you know like they come down there with their with their tuxedos down into my backyard and I said boss I'll dance with you there's no problem the Bull McCabe will dance with you you know <laughs> And it has to be said, they will now all be trying to figure out and there'll be a pool running on who is the one that Dahi says is fancied by all and sundry. <laughs> Dahi, remind I us, I, I, you're going yes. to be on what time tonight and what time tomorrow? We're on at 8 o'clock tonight, 8 to 9, and then we're back after the news just after half 9 until 20 past 11 and the same thing tomorrow. And after that then, Anton, we're going for it. We're going to town. Well, it'll be well-deserved, no doubt, Dahi. I hope you have a great time tonight, great time tomorrow night. Hope it goes well. Break your leg and break Catherine's leg as well. Best of luck to the Perrys. <laughs> Thanks, Anton. Gormila. Top Altero. That is Dahi O'Shea there who is presenting the Rose Tralee tonight. The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance. On News Talk.